0: This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Good Sunday morning, Johannesburg, South Africa. Christian Family Church, give yourselves a great big praise God. So glad you all came to church today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today's message is titled, Understanding Why We Must Be Born Again. Understanding Why We Must Be Born Again. Now, please don't assume that we know what this is about, that we understand the subject. Let's listen to the Word of God and see what God says about it, okay? Please go to 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 14. This is the New Testament. Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. So what's that telling us? It's saying that Eve was deceived by the devil and ate the fruit, but Adam ate it knowing he was sinning. He wasn't deceived. He didn't think it was okay. He knew it was wrong. Now when Adam saw that Eve was deceived when she had eaten of the forbidden fruit and that she stepped over into death, she stepped away from God, Adam decided to follow her. He did not want to lose Eve. In doing so, Adam turned his back on God. He turned his back on his Creator And Adam gave all the authority God had given to him over all creation. He gave all that authority to Satan, God's enemy. Adam stepped into death and became a child and a slave of Satan. Adam gave creation into the hands of God's enemy. That is treason. Satan now had legal control over all of God's creation, including Adam himself and all of Adam's descendants. We can see that in Luke 4 verse 5 by what the devil said to Jesus. Then the devil, taking Jesus up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you, and their glory. For this has been delivered to me. This has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you'll worship before me, all will be yours. Now, if that were not true, Jesus would have told the devil he's lying, but he never did, therefore it was true, it was given to him legally, not morally, but legally. Now creation became violent, full with hatred, full with revenge, full with lust and fear. Man immediately began to hate God, just like the devil hates God, because man became a child of Satan we can clearly see that spiritual death is the nature of Satan. It is hatred, jealousy, and murder. That's what spiritual death is. Spiritual life, on the other hand, is the nature of God. Now, all of mankind are now children of Satan. And this is why good behavior alone cannot save us Man, If good behavior could save mankind, then Christ would not need to die on the cross. Forgiveness of sin alone cannot save man. Satan's nature must be removed. And God's nature, which is God's life, must take its place. Jesus said that in John chapter 3 and verse 3. Jesus answered and said to Nicodemus, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to Jesus, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, He cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. That's Jesus, our Savior, telling us, no one goes to heaven unless they are born again. So understanding why we must be born again is very important. All right, go to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1. And you, God made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins. That's you and me. We used to be dead in our sin. In which you once walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit now works in the sons of disobedience. So in this verse, we can see clearly that Satan breathed his spirit and breathed his nature into all of creation. We can also see this nature causes everyone to follow the course of this world. Just like the verse said, we follow the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air. as controlled by the prince of the power of the air, because he is at work in their hearts. That's what the verse said. So, people who have this death nature of the devil follow the course of the world because they are driven by demons and the spirit of Lucifer in their heart. Now, let's go to the next verse now, verse 3. It says, Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves at one time or another. How did we conduct ourselves? In the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. By our nature, we were children of God's judgment because we could not change, that nature controlled us. Once again, we see those who are not born again are driven by demons. Verse 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved. So the cross paid for us to receive The life and nature of God. God's dream of having a family, along with all of creation, was now given to Satan, God's enemy. This was done legally by Adam. And the first thing Satan did was breathe his nature into all human beings, all animals, all birds all the vegetable kingdom, and the insects. The first thing Satan did once he had Adam's authority was to breathe his own nature of death into everything that God had created. Satan is using Adam's authority on the earth. Now, instead of using Adam's authority to bring blessing, he is using that authority to bring pain, Death, war, strife, division, hatred, sickness, confusion, and poverty, etc. Now, Adam, the one who had total dominion over everything at one time, was cringing before the devil, lying to God, fearful, and demon-ruled. The man who had all this authority, who commanded the universe and Satan and angels, was now a puppet, a fearful, demon-ruled puppet. The only hope that man had of escaping eternal fires of hell was if God the Father would take responsibility for man's treason and that he would suffer the consequences of man's treason himself. Christ had to die on the cross. Christ had to burn in the fires of hell until the Father had legally punished every human being that was born on the planet. Christ stayed in the fires of hell until every human being, in turn, one at a time, was punished for their sin, and Christ took the suffering for it. Now, a man needed something more than forgiveness. He needed eternal life. He needed the nature of God to replace the nature of Satan in his heart. And Without this, man would still be dominated by the devil. That is the only thing that would meet man, mankind's needs. Is a new nature, God's nature. This is what changes the human race. This is what takes a man out of Satan's kingdom and out of Satan's family and places him in God's family. Eternal life is the nature of God, the substance of God. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4 says, We must become partakers of of the divine nature. In John 5, 24, Jesus said, And most assuredly I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in the Father who sent me has everlasting life, or you might say life as God has it, or God's nature. He who hears my word and believes in the Father who sent me receives my nature, my life. And shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Jesus said that. Jesus said this to the religious Jews, leaders of the day. All right? We're going to read something here now that's very interesting. What Jesus said was to the religious Jewish leaders of the day when he was on the earth. Go to John 8, verse 44. He said, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. In other words, he said, you are children of Satan. That's why you want to do what Satan does. You have Satan's nature. You can't be helped. Just being forgiven will not solve the problem because you still have Satan's nature. That's got to be removed and God's nature take its place. He goes on to say, Satan was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of lies. Jews must be born again. We see that in that verse. And they will when Jesus lands on the Mount of Olives and they see the nail-pierced hands, they will cry out in repentance and accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. That'll happen at the beginning of the millennium reign of Christ for a thousand years in Israel when he rules from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Now, before that, though, the rapture will happen. We'll go to heaven. We'll be rewarded for our service to our our Lord and Savior. The Bible tells us, if you'll take notes of this, the Bible tells us in Zechariah 12, verses 10 through 13, and also Zechariah 13 and Zechariah 14, those two chapters, that when Jesus lands on the Mount of Olives, that the mountain will split east to west, and water will come rushing through, and Jerusalem will become a phenomenal, beautiful place. And Christ will reign from Jerusalem for a thousand years. But, very interestingly, in chapter 12 of Zechariah, the Bible explains that when the Israelites see the nail-pierced hands of Jesus, the Messiah, and realize they've crucified their Messiah, the one they've been waiting for, they killed him. It'll blow their minds. They'll be weeping and wailing like their only child's son has died, and they'll cry separately for days. They will not be comforted. They'll be wailing across Israel, and Jesus will eventually comfort them and rule over them. They'll accept him as their Lord and Savior. However, not just that Jesus said, because their father was the devil, they want to follow the desires of their father, the devil. Very interesting, is it not? That is why the born-again experience is the only way to rescue mankind. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 10, the Word of God says, In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. In this way, The children of God and the children of the devil are revealed. So you see, God has children, Satan has children. That's scriptural. All unsaved people who are not born again are children of Satan. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. That is why you must be born again into the family of God. The Father God initiated man's redemption long before He created anything. That was His plan. This was the reason for the Old Testament. This was the reason for the prophets prophesying God's plan. This was the reason for the birth of the Lord Jesus through the Virgin Mary. And this was the reason for His crucifixion. And this was the reason the Lord spent three days in the fires of hell. That was the reason for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost where 120 or so people got born again. Now, Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a birth into a divine family. Said so that Christianity is a birth into a divine family. Romans eight verse sixteen says, For God's Holy Spirit speaks to us deep in our hearts and tells us that we are God's children. And since we are God's children, we will share God's treasures. For everything God gives to His Son, Christ, is ours too. Look at that, family. Everything God gives to His Son, Christ, is ours too. Now that we are a child of God, with His nature, His character in our hearts, we have inherited all the attributes of Christ. We have inherited all His authority, the right to use it. We have inherited all His wisdom, the right to use it. We have inherited His love. God loves us as He loves Jesus. We have inherited God's life. The life of Christ is our life. We have inherited inherited His righteousness. We are righteous with His righteousness. We have inherited His favor and His grace. Praise the wonderful mercy of God. He is not only our Lord. You hear that? Jesus is not only our Lord. He is also our brother. And the Father of Jesus is our Father as well. We are part of a wonderful, eternal, loving family. With his nature in our hearts. That's what changed us. Now we love our Heavenly Father with the love that He put into our hearts. Religion, family, without the born-again experience, listen carefully here, religion without the born-again experience is just simply Satan's children with Satan's death nature practicing rules they have invented to try and ease their conscience. It's just simply Satan's children with Satan's death nature playing games, trying to ease their conscience. That's religion. And that is not what we have. That's not what we are. We are family of God. Christianity is a family. The born-again experience is the birth into that family. That's what we have. That's who you are. Please, bow your heads and close your eyes. If you are not here, if if you are here today, and you don't know Jesus, and you're not a child of God, you are not born again, you understand the importance of receiving the born again experience this morning. So with your head bowed, your eyes closed, I'm gonna say a little prayer with you today. And when I say that little prayer, God's gonna speak to your heart, and you will receive the born again experience. You will know that you are saved. You will know that you're bound for heaven. You'll know that God is your Father today. The nature and the life of God will enter your heart. If that's something you desire, when I count to three, slip your hand up, and by so doing, you'll let God know that you invite Him to put that life in your heart and give you that assurance of salvation. All right? I'm counting now. Slip those hands up. One, two, three. Praise God. Praise God. Now somebody's coming to put their hand on your shoulder to let you know we love you and Jesus loves you while I say this little prayer. So go ahead, workers. Put your hands on their shoulders now. And I invite everybody present to say this prayer with me, please. Everybody. Say a little prayer with me, please. Especially all of you that raised your hands. Here we go. Dear God, let's do that again, please. Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus to die on that cross in my place. Father God, you punished Jesus for my sins. So I can be forgiven. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all of my sin. Come into my heart. I receive your life, I receive your nature, I receive your forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus. And I declare from today. I will live for you. I will serve you with all of my heart till I see you face to face on that wonderful day in heaven. Praise God. I am saved. I'm a child of God. I'm bound for heaven. And God is my Father. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God.